0: You're listening to Through the Fire podcast, where we talk about trauma, transparency, and triumph. Has a life-altering event left you confused, broken, and bruised? Guess what? You're not alone, and this is not the end. Join us as we discuss experiences with traumatic and tragic seasons, what we're learning, how we're overcoming, and how you can too. We're your hosts, Montez Dove and Cedricia Thomas, and we're talking beauty for ashes, y'all.
1: Welcome to another episode of Through the Fire podcast. We're back. We're back. Thanks for joining us today. Today, we're going to be talking about process. And the title of this episode is called Processed for Purpose. So, Drisi, today, I'm just going to start off by giving a definition of what process is. According to Google... Process is a series of actions or steps taken in order to achieve a particular end. So I thought about that, Drisey, and also when I'm thinking about the processes, especially the processes for purpose, I also came up with this definition or this little saying. It says that when it comes to God's purpose in our lives, there will be a series of life events that are provoked in order to achieve a particular end. That's good. Yes, it will be a series of life events that are provoked in order to achieve a particular end. So as I was studying for this episode, Dracy, I came across the story of Joseph. You can find the story of Joseph in Genesis chapter 37 through 50. And many of us are familiar with this story. It's Joseph that has a dream and it just sets everything off. So first of all, before Joseph even had a dream, he was already resented by his brothers because his father loved him more than he loved them. And the reason for that is Jacob had Joseph in his older age. So I guess to Jacob, he was like this prized child Mm -hmm. and he just cherished this child a lot. He cherished him so much that he even made him a special coat, you know, this coat of many colors. And that didn't go well with Joseph's brothers at all. So moving on from that, we go on to hear that Joseph, he has a dream. And Joseph decides to share his dream with his brothers who already don't like him that much. So Joseph shares his dream and he says that his brothers, they were all binding sheaves of grain. And his stood upright while his brother's sheaves gathered around and bowed down to his. When he shared that with his brothers, I tell you, they hated him even the more. So they got so tired of Joseph that one day, dreesy they came up with a plan. We're going to get rid of him. We're going to kill our brother because we are just tired of him being praised by our dad. So they got together and they made this plan. And one day Joseph went out to check on them. So they seen Joseph coming afar off and they said, here he comes. Let's go ahead and kill him. But one of the brothers, he said, no, 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 we don't want to kill our brother. After all, he is our flesh and blood. And besides that, we don't want his blood on our hands. So they came up with another plan to sell Joseph. So that's what they did. They sold Joseph to Potiphar, one of Pharaoh's officials. Now, this just sounds like a story, Dreesy, but when you want to think about trauma, can you imagine just moseying along and checking on your brothers? And then just out of nowhere, you are sold, your brothers, your own flesh and blood have sold you to somebody? That is traumatic. That's the Your own people. it be your own people. It'd be your own people. They will sell you and sell you out. Mm, mm, mm. Yes, that's what happened. So Potiphar bought Joseph and took him to his house. But the one thing that I noticed immediately is when he went to Potiphar's house, Potiphar saw something in Joseph. He saw, you know, just some good things going on about Joseph. So he early on recognized that the hand of God was on Joseph's life. So he put Joseph in charge of his house. Mm. So that was a good thing. But that's not good enough, Dreesie. Once he gets settled into that, here comes more trouble. Here comes Potiphar's wife. Potiphar's wife lies on Joseph after he refuses to sleep with her. So one event after the other, then he's put in prison. This is a lot, you know? A lot. Back to back to back. I'm talking about back to back. Mm. events. Another thing that I noticed when he was put in prison, he was put in charge again. Wow. Mm, That's amazing. So he's in prison a couple of years here. And of course he makes some friends and different things. And this is where he meets the cupbearer and the baker. And sometimes they have a dream and Joseph has the gift of interpretation, but Joseph knows this gift is not of his own. He knows that he has to get in the presence of God to interpret these dreams. So he knows it's just not him doing this. He knows that this gift is from God. So he interprets these two gentlemen's dreams. He finds out that one is going to be released and put back into his position. And the other one, things aren't going to turn out so well. He's actually going to get killed. So the one that got released, he said, if you would just remember me when you leave, that would be great. Here's some more trauma, Dreesie. After he does this great thing for the um, cupbearer and he gets back in position and place, he forgets all about Joseph. Wow. That's a lot. One situation after the next. One situation after the next. Yep. Talk about trauma. Talk about trauma. So it wasn't until Pharaoh had a dream that needed to be interpreted. And that's when the cupbearer remembered Joseph. Mm-hmm. So he tells Pharaoh about Joseph and he sends for Joseph and Joseph interprets his dreams. Joseph begins to tell Pharaoh the famine that's coming to the land. He begins to prepare him and tell him about what all that's coming their way and how they need to prepare. Seven years of harvest, it will be seven years of famine. So since Joseph had this gift and he was able to interpret Pharaoh's dream, guess what happened again, Mm.
0: Pharaoh
1: put him in charge of the land of Egypt again, again. So through all of that tragedy and all of that back-to-back trauma, it still didn't stop the process. It still didn't stop him from moving towards his dream that he had. It still didn't stop him from moving towards the greatness. So through all of this tragedy, Joseph's gifts and leadership was still made known. So like I pointed out before, Three different times Joseph was put in charge. Just like that ruler, like the vision, when he saw the vision, he was really seeing an an end thing. God was really showing him an, an end thing of what you was going to do and what you was going to become. So all through this process, in all of this chaos, and I even saw how each time that he was put in charge, it was elevating. So from Potiphar's house, that was one level of being in charge. Then going to prison, that's more responsibility and being in charge. Mm-hmm. And then round three, you're put over a whole land. Mm-hmm. So it seems like this process was developing him and preparing him, even though it looks like chaos.
0: And for a minute there, it looks like demotion. You can't tell me that going to prison looks like promotion.
1: Ooh, that's right. Yeah. So it's not always what it seems. And sometimes that's how life is, Dreesy. It seems like life is working against us and situations and circumstances are working against us. But sometimes we need to really take notice and have a godly perspective on a thing. And it is promotion. It is moving us forward Sometimes It is developing us. Absolutely. So sometimes, Dreesy, situations and circumstances, they do look like demotion. But just like you said, they are promotion. Mm -hmm. So just like some of the circumstances that Joseph encountered, like being rejected and hated and resented and being sold by his brothers and lied on and forgotten about, some of those same circumstances work together for good. So I just want to talk to somebody and let someone know that might be listening that you may be encountering some challenges as well along the way to your purpose. You may have lost a loved one. You may be facing some health challenges. You may have lost your job. You may be having some financial difficulty, but I just want you to, and like I know it's easier said than done, especially when you're going through, but that's the key you're going through. And a lot of times these things are gonna work out for your good. So a lot of times when these things are going on, what do we have to do, Drisi? We have to trust the process because a lot of times the process is working something in and it's also working something out of you. Yeah. And a lot of times what is working in us, Drecy, is working godly character.
0: Absolutely.
1: Because a lot of these positions and roles and whatever God is calling us to, you have to have a certain level of character. You have to have a certain level of in- integrity. Mm -hmm. It's not just you going forth off a gift alone. So we have to trust the process, Drisi, and certain things won't be produced in our lives unless there is pressure. Yeah. What do you think about that, Drisi? What do you think about Joseph's story and how that relates to our everyday lives?
0: When we look at Joseph's story overall, from beginning to end, you can definitely tell that he was being processed, that he was being developed, that he was being matured. That each one of those times where he had those leadership roles, it was preparing him for what God's end goal for him was. But of course, as he was going through that, maybe his dream did keep him going. You know, maybe he referred back to his dream to give him hope. But I think that there were also times where he was probably like, what is going on? Yes. Or he was probably thinking, is this the end for me? You know, will I ever be out of this challenge? Will will it, Will it? I ever get a break? Will I ever be able to breathe? It just seems like everything is back to back to back. But I think it's an example and it symbolizes the fact that God knows what he's doing and he doesn't waste anything and everything that he does with us or everywhere he sends us to is for a purpose. Even the small details that we feel like don't even make sense, like God is going to use that as well. And so when we look at like Joseph's story, even at the end, his heart was in such a pure place because the people that gave him away, he then helped them yeah. when his family came back. He helped them, and so everybody would not do that. That's right. We might have had somebody else and be like, "Please, I ain't helping y'all. I remember what y'all did to me. I'm not giving y'all nothing." And many will argue that person did nothing wrong, but God's ways are not like man's ways at all. And so sometimes what we deem as, yeah, that's what they get. God is like, no, you handled it wrong. And so I think that it just shows the posture and the maturity and the development in him. And I think if he skipped steps, if he didn't go to Potiphar's house, if he didn't go to prison, so on and so forth, I don't think he would have been able to be in that posture. So that's why we need each step. That's right.
1: That's right. Like I say, it's working something in you and it's working something out of you. And the most important thing that it is working in us is godly character. So I do believe through this process, that's why he was able to respond like that, you know, because his family really hurt him deeply. As I was reading through the scripture, it was just two or three moments where when he was dealing with his brothers, he was just weeping Mm -hmm. at the end when they came to get Grain and he was serving them, it was just moments he would just break out and weep. So that trauma was still there and he was still dealing with those things. But, like you say, at the end, everything turned out well. And even along the way, Joseph had a couple of children and he even named one of them Manasseh. And Manasseh means it's because God has made me forget all my trouble in all my father's household. He had another son named Ephraim and Ephraim's name means it is because God has made me fruitful in the land of my suffering. So, yeah, this process worked through and through with Joseph. And just like this process worked through with Joseph, our process will work through with us as well. So we just have to be patient with the process. We have to trust the process. And know that these things and these trials, these fiery trials aren't coming to take us out, but to make us better and to make us stronger and to develop us and make us ready for that thing that God has called us to.
0: And I was just sitting here thinking, like, I wonder what would have happened if Joseph never shared his dream. And it reminded me of the fact that you can't tell everybody what you see. My goodness. Because you don't know how they're going to respond. So I wonder if Joseph would have never shared that dream, what would have happened? And then many would say he wouldn't have gotten to the place where he was if he didn't share that dream. Right. Because God causes everything to work together. But I can't help but think what would have happened if he never shared that dream. Would he have gotten to that in place or would the process of getting to that in place? Would it have been quicker?
1: I just wonder. I really think the outcome would have been different because all of these events had to be set off. Because it led him right to the place and right amongst the people that he needed to be around to even promote him and elevate him to this place. He had to start in the pit to go to the palace. So it was all necessary, I think. This route right here was all necessary.
0: Right. Have you had moments where you look back and thought, okay, all of those experiences, now I see why. Have you ever had those moments?
1: Yes. Many moments like that, but you know, a lot of times when you're fresh in the moment, you're asking God to make it make sense. You have to let some details unfold because a lot of times it can be very confusing going through different things and not really understanding why. But if we give it a little bit of time and let things unfold, God will make it make sense, right? Yes, and a lot of things that we go through, it's not just for us, it's for other people. Is to bring other people hope, other people healing. And just like what Joseph went through, it wasn't just for him. Mm-hmm. It was actually for the people who threw him in prison because later on he was going to have to go back and rescue them. So him getting to the top wasn't even just about him. It was about his whole family. Yeah. Like you say, I'm glad his heart wasn't so hard that at the end he didn't want to like just punish them and get back at them. I think through this process, God had dealt with Joseph and gave him a heart of compassion and humility towards his brothers.
0: I was just going will- to say that humility. I think humility, because if we go and we read at the beginning what Joseph said, many people could argue that that was very prideful. I'm going to be over y'all one day. What did he say? Something like that, right? You can't help but wonder okay, I wonder if Joseph was saying that with a lot of pride.
1: I'm not sure. He was just probably just describing what he saw in the dream. But I think his brothers probably took it, you know, in a wrong way because they were already offended by him anyway.
0: Right. So he didn't have to do much. But I can't help but wonder if, you know, there was a little
1: pride in Joseph. Now, it could have been, especially since he already knew he was his father's favorite. Absolutely. You know,
0: and that doesn't mean he was a bad person. But, you know, I wonder if there was some pride there. And so, yeah, I think that God had taken through all of those moments and experiences to build humility amongst other
1: things. That's right. That's right. So hopefully this little teaching today has encouraged somebody and to just let you know that your traumatic seasons, your hardships, the different things that you're going through that's not so pleasant in this season. I just want to encourage you to hold on because God has a plan in place for your life and a plan for that process. And just like y'all are, Dreesy and I, we're being processed as well. And we just want y'all to know that we're overcoming.
0: And you can too. Thank you for joining us this week on Through the Fire Podcast. You can check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Through the Fire Podcast. You can also connect with Montez at Insp and on Facebook as Montez Dove. You can connect with Cedricia on Instagram and Facebook at Cedricia Thomas. Be sure to subscribe to the show to catch new episodes every Thursday and leave us a comment or review. Thank you for listening and see you next week.